Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, before we do get into today's first story, it does contain mentions of death by a car accident. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. Thank you. And it's from Candle Throwaway One, who says, Me, 24 female, with my SO, 27 male of one year. He destroyed a sentimental item of mine and sees nothing wrong with it because of the circumstances. Didn't mean for this to get so long, but it seems it has. Thank you in advance for reading. Me, 24 female, SO, 27 male, let's call him Eugene. My sister female, deceased, two years, let's call her Carrie. Background about my sister. Two years ago, my sister was killed in a car accident. She was riding with a friend to the mall. The friend's parent was driving, and a teenage boy plowed through a red light while texting on his phone and hit the car my sister, Carrie, was in. Carrie was killed instantly, and her friend June was in a coma for three weeks before her parents took her off life support. When Carrie passed, I was devastated and angry, and just not in a good place. Carrie and I had been extremely close. Despite a seven-year age gap between us, we enjoyed a lot of the same shows. We went to concerts together, we volunteered together, and I took it upon myself to guide Carrie like any big sister would do. Our parents were extremely busy with work most days, and Carrie and I would often cook together and do crafts when we weren't too busy with schoolwork. Carrie wanted to be an NICU nurse when she grew up, and I helped her find a volunteer position at a local hospital to help her gain some experience being around patients. In short, Carrie was my sister and best friend, and when she passed, I was a mess. The last craft Carrie and I made together was a set of candles. We bought the wax at a local craft store, and we both made each other a candle and decorated the jar it was in. That was the day before she was killed. At a funeral, Carrie was buried with the candle I made her. The candle Carrie made me sits on my desk next to my favorite picture of her and I together at the beach. Or it did until last week background about my boyfriend i met my boyfriend about a year and a half ago about six months after carrie passed i wasn't looking for a relationship i was still grieving my sister's death but eugene came along and it was love at first sight it was extremely supportive let me cry on him when i needed to didn't push me into getting over grieving or anything he was an extreme gentleman about everything and very very patient after six months of seeing each other pretty regularly we made it official. Eugene came into my life at a very low point and he has always been very respectful of sentiments I keep from my sister, never asking me to take them down, always giving me space when I needed to cry. Eugene, along with most, if not all, of my friends and family know about Carrie's candle. There was a point after she died where I would take the candle with me everywhere out of fear that someone might light it or steal it or who knows what. 
The point is that candle was and still is very important part of my life and something that my sister made for me and me alone. When Eugene and I moved in together about four months ago, I packed away most of the reminders of my sister and put out the candle and picture on my desk. I felt that this was a huge step because when I just lived by myself, I had pictures everywhere and a few knickknacks laying around from my sister. I wanted to make Eugene and I's home our home with just a small part of my sister there. Eugene understood and was very supportive. The issue. Last week, we had a massive winter storm that knocked out power. We didn't have power for three plus days. The power was knocked out at Eugene and I's house while I was at work, which did not lose power. Eugene texted me that he was going to light some candles and try to get a generator so we could have some of the power or at least be able to charge our phones or use lights, etc. Now, we probably have 30 plus candles in our house. I'm a huge fan of sales and when Bath and Body Works has a candle sale, I stock up and get a range of scents. We have candles scattered all over our house. In the room where my desk is, there are no candles aside from the one Carrie made me. None at all, and there never has been. This room is also downstairs, where Eugene doesn't spend a lot of time. His desk is upstairs. When I arrived home from work last week, I noticed a bunch of candles burning in our living room. Safely, always monitored and not near anything that could ignite. One of these candles was the candle that Carrie had made me. I burst into tears and when Eugene heard me crying, he came out from the bedroom where he was lighting more candles and asked me what was wrong. I was a wreck and couldn't get any words out. When he tried to calm me down, I shoved past him and locked myself in the room where my desk was and just cried. I didn't know how he could be so stupid. He knew and I thought he understood how sentimental the candle was and how much I cherished having a candle that my now deceased sister had spent time making with me just a day before she was killed. I haven't been able to speak to Eugene since it happened, Tuesday of last week. Just tried to explain why he did it, because he needed candles to be able to see, but I just can't wrap my head around it. He hadn't gone into the large candle stash I have upstairs right by the living room where Carrie's candle was, but went downstairs, out of the way to grab the most sentimental, cherished item I have. The candle was burning most of the day while I was at work and is now melted and pretty much gone. I do still have the jar it was in, but I can't look at it without bursting into tears. Reddit, what do I do? Eugene says it was an accident, but I just don't believe that. He said he was getting around to lighting the candle surplus we have upstairs, but just hadn't gotten there yet. After being home for up to six hours alone with no power. I'm heartbroken. I feel like this is a major slap in the face. I feel disrespected. I feel like he disrespected my sister. I just don't know what to do. I don't feel like I can forgive him for this. Can or should I try to work past this? I'm going to start in the comments with 70ms who says this may be the wrong idea and it may not help but as a sentimental crafter I have a thought. First, I'm so sorry about the candle. From what you said about your boyfriend, I think he just wasn't thinking. It might not even have occurred to him to remember that candles are consumable and the wax would melt completely away. Okay, on to the next step. Maybe a stupid idea. It's so so clear that you're still grieving over the loss of your sister. You still have the jar. On her birthday or the anniversary of her death, if that feels right, make a new candle in the jar. Pick her favorite color or something. When you make the candle, pour in all the love for her along with the wax. Focus on that love when you're pouring. Think of the new candle as containing all of that love. Think of it now as something you made together. She made the vessel, you made the love. Just a thought, it may be cheesy and stupid, but maybe not. 
Opie says, I actually teared up at work reading this. I never thought to make a new candle. I really appreciate the idea and will definitely think about it. In quote, she made the vessel, you made the love, and then says, that really got to me. I'm not over losing her because she was the one constant happy in my life and it's been hard. I will definitely consider a new candle to show my love for her. Carsten Steele says, has he apologized sincerely or just blown it off? The magnitude of his remorse should be your guide in how to take this. If he was just an absent-minded dolt, yeah, a mistake, but a more deliberate action would have him showing a little to no remorse. OP says, he actually has not apologized, but instead tried to defend his actions by saying he needed the candle for light and then moved on to saying it was an accident. But thinking back, I don't think he has apologized for it at all. Tipsy Magpie says, you've had a lot of good advice and I just wanted to add, if you do break up with him over this and I wouldn't blame you, make sure you put what is left of the candle somewhere really safe first. If he did it on purpose, I wouldn't be surprised if he smashed the jar or did something to totally destroy it if you told him it was over. Be careful. The fact he hasn't even apologized should be ringing some serious alarm bells. He should be absolutely mortified and even if he is just refusing to apologize for a genuine accident, out of defensiveness despite seeing how devastated you were that's unacceptable too and blade spark says in quotes eugene says it was an accident but i just don't believe that he said he was getting around to lighting the candle surplus we have upstairs but just hadn't gotten there yet and then says look if this guy actually gave a damn about you and your feelings he would be in tears himself over how badly he hurt you you'd be oh my god i'm so sorry it was the stupidest thing i've ever done i can never make it up to you i am sorry not what it was an accident no biggie if he did it on purpose he's a manipulative psycho if he did it on accident he's being an insensitive jerk but either way i would not let him off the hook for this at all and i guess that's what got to me on this one is just the lack of apology the lack of remorse in this one and trying to defend yourself yet you know there's a chance it could have been a mistake right but i would be absolutely mortified to make that mistake and you know, likely like that last one said, I'll be in tears myself about it, knowing how much I've hurt someone by destroying that item. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But OP did add an update to the post. So OP says, a few people have PM'd me in recent days asking for an update, so here it goes. My original post was the day before Thanksgiving. Eugene and I had planned to spend Thanksgiving with my parents, but that did not end up happening. On my way home from work, I stopped at a local craft store to pick up some supplies to make a new memorial candle for Carrie. 
Thank you to 70MS, which was a user, for the amazing heartfelt suggestion. My parents and I spent a day remembering Carrie and making a new candle using some of the wax from the original candle. I also ended up purchasing a locket and having some of the remaining wax from the candle put inside and the locket welded shut by a friend. On the evening of my post, I got home and Eugene said he wanted to talk. I agreed we needed to clear the air before Thanksgiving, so we sat in the living room and started to talk. I was not ready for what he told me. A few commenters from my original post seemed to hit the nail on the head in a way. Eugene told me that when we first met, he was extremely turned on by the fact that I was essentially a damsel in distress. I just lost my sister recently, I was in a massive depression, I wasn't myself, and that turned him on both sexually and in a protective way. Over the past few months, I've started to become more myself. I got promoted at my job, I've joined a cooking class and have gotten out more. I definitely moved away from being a damsel in distress in the eyes of Eugene. He went on to explain that he burned the candle in hopes that it would throw me back into that phase because that is the only time he felt he was attracted to me. That's right. He's not attracted to me unless I'm upset, crying, and a damsel in distress. When I prodded for more information, he told me that everyone prior to me that he had dated had either just experienced a loss or was in need of rescuing. Eugene told me he was no longer attracted to me. He dreaded having sex with me because he could no longer be the hero that was rescuing me, which is what turned him on in the first place. He didn't like going to public places with me because I'd started to put myself together more. Like just not wearing a t-shirt and jeans like I did when I was depressed. And that attracted the stares of other men that he saw as a threat, taking away his damsel in distress. Eugene had a whole laundry list of things he hated doing now because I wasn't in a funk anymore. I told him if that was the case then we needed to break up. He agreed and said he would go stay with a friend until he could make new living arrangements. My name is the only one on our house and I told him I would give him 60 days to vacate the house which he agreed was fair. Over the past few weeks I've spent a lot of time with my parents and close friends. I don't really feel like I've been dumped or broke up with someone. I just feel like me. Carrie's candle sits on my desk where it originally was and I wear the locket every day. Thank you Reddit for listening. I appreciate it more than you know. Opie's TLDR says X only likes damsels in distress. We broke up. I'm happy. And I'm incredibly glad that Opie is out of that situation. And I was trying to get my thoughts together on how I feel about this guy. And Dank, I came across this comment from Dank Poots who says the scariest part of this entire story is that he completely recognizes and owns his predatory behavior. And instead of being interested in changing it, he basically agreed to break up so he can move on to his next victim. It's terrifying that there are people out there who are completely cognizant of what monsters they are and who are apparently perfectly comfortable with that. And I just find that fucking terrifying. You know, this guy thinks his behavior's okay. Like the comment says, he recognizes that he goes for damsels in distress, as he puts it, and says, yeah. That's okay. And I'm we want I want to split up because I want to find another one. I want to find someone else who's going through a distressing time. Absolutely terrifying. I'm as I said, I'm I'm glad that OP is out of that situation though. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Aggressive Winter 24 who says, Am I the asshole for telling my mum I was upset she missed my graduation because my sister had a baby? 
throwaway account. My 27 female sister, 30 female, that's 301, hope not, just had her first baby on Sunday morning at 2.30am. It was thankfully a smooth delivery and she and my nephew are happy and healthy. My mum, my dad, me, my sister's husband and my sister's mother-in-law were all at the hospital per my sister's request from around midnight on Sunday and the remainder of the day. Well, my graduation from grad school was on Sunday as well at 4pm. At around 2pm, me and my parents went down to grab lunch from the cafeteria and I realised the time. I asked my parents if they wanted to just meet me at the graduation because I needed to go home and get ready first. My mum looked at me funny and said, You can't really expect me to leave your sister and grandbaby right now. I didn't know what to say, but my dad just told me to go and get ready and they would meet me there. So I went to graduation and afterwards I looked for my family and sure enough my mum did not come. My dad did. I was upset because I won an award from my program director and gave a speech in which I thanked her specifically and she missed the whole thing. I got back to the hospital and didn't really talk to my mum because I didn't want to make a scene or stress out my sister. Last night my mum called me and I expressed to her how hurt I was. And she said I'm being selfish and need to realize my sister just gave birth and that's more important, even though she is proud of me. I ended up hanging up. I guess my thought process is that at that point where it was time to leave, the baby had been born for 12 hours. And we spent most of that time with the baby slash my sister when they were awake. And I'm glad we did. I'm not complaining. My plan was to go to graduation and pick up my sister's favorite pizza. She was craving it on the way back and eat it with her. My dad and I did just that and in total my father was away from the hospital for right around 3 hours. I understand that giving birth is a huge deal and I'm so proud of my sister. I don't mean to act like my graduation was more important. I just feel like there wasn't a need to choose and my mother could have done both because my dad did. My sister had a husband and mother-in-law that would have been with her. I just had my dad. While I'm grateful he came, I wish my mum would have too. My dad agrees with me that my mum should have came and my sister apologized for stealing the spotlight, which I told her she had absolutely nothing to be sorry for and to focus on herself and the baby and everything with me and mum would work itself out. I think my mum told my sister, which makes me more angry because she doesn't need to worry about this. It's our issue. Am I the arsehole? ETA. I just wanted to address a couple of things and answer some questions. My sister was totally okay with my parents leaving for a few hours, according to my dad. He told me while we were picking up the pizza that my sister told my mum it was, it was fine and to go. I haven't talked to my sister about it because she shouldn't even be thinking about this right now. She has enough on her plate. I understand some people think graduations are stupid or maybe even childish. If I had just been walking across the stage for a few seconds and that was it, this wouldn't really bother me. I was given an award and gave a speech in which I recognized my parents but mainly my mum because I am following in her footsteps and entering the same field she is in. It was special to me for her to hear me acknowledge her and to see me do that. Maybe that's still stupid to some, but it wasn't to me. Lastly, I don't know about any drama between mother-in-law and our mum. I know husband thinks my mum is nosy and he might have relayed that to mother-in-law and it might be a thing, but mother-in-law lives far away and she doesn't come to gatherings or anything that often. I think the last time my mum had any meaningful interaction with her was at my sister's wedding two years ago. Now, and this is a not the arsehole for me. And I'm kind of, I'm really sad for you that after you explained about how you're stepping into your mum, following your mum's footsteps and get, entering the same field and it was special for you to hear, hear you acknowledge her, etc. I found that really sad. You know, it sounded like 
your mom had already met the grandchild, the birth had already taken place and everything has gone well and been done. It sounds like your, your sister was fine with mum going. You know, she wanted her to go. She didn't want to steal your spotlight and all this. And there was just time to do it. Your dad did it. And I think your graduation is something that's really special to you and to your family. And I think it's something that your mum's going to look back on one day and go, fuck, well, she should do anyway. Miss Danny says, not the asshole. Your mum had no reason to skip your graduation. She wasn't needed at the hospital and the birth had already happened. She met the baby hours and hours before. Your sister likely needed some time to rest anyways. Don't downplay your accomplishments either. Yes, your sister's labor was important, but your graduation is extremely important too. Your mum should have been there for you. Your feelings are completely justified. You deserved better. Brainjacker says, not the asshole. Your thought process was reasonable. Your dad agreed. The baby was born without complications. Your sister didn't complain. Your mum would have been only gone for three hours. And most importantly, when you tried to bring up your feelings, she shut you down and called you selfish. I'm sorry she let you down. Congrats on your graduation and award. Keely says, not the arsehole unless your sister is actually 301 years old. <laughs> your mother could have safely attended your graduation and also supported your sister without risk to anyone. Nobody forced them to be competing priorities except your mum. If anything, your sister could have probably used some rest and recovery time. Your mum could have viewed the whole weekend as a huge blessing because of both events. But she couldn't help but rank them and then blame you for having feelings about the situation. Opie responds saying, my bad, she's 31. But this is exactly why I'm upset. I agree that if push comes to shove and she had to pick, she should pick my sister. And that was something that was discussed all through the night. But she didn't have to pick and yet she did. It makes me feel like it never mattered to her. Now, I'm not saying this is a good idea or not. It's just something that popped into my head. And I wonder if you can relay those thoughts to your mum. If, if my hypothetical child came up to me and told me that, told me everything that was in this post, that the following in the footsteps and how much it hurt and all this kind of thing, I'd be absolutely devastated. You know, you're not going to get that back. That event isn't going to happen again. And she chose to miss it. I would be absolutely mortified. But OP did give us a small update and they said, I want to thank you all for your kind words. My sister is at home as of last night and she called me this morning after I posted and asked me to bring her some things. So I did. She surprised me with a graduation gift because she's the sweetest soul on the planet. She said that she and my father had a conversation with my mum this morning about how she needed to apologize to me. I haven't heard from my mum, but my dad wants the three of us to go to dinner tonight. Thank you all for your support and validation. It's given me courage to talk to my mum and without feeling guilty or silly. But for now, I'll be enjoying some baby cuddles while my sister showers. I'll be logging out of this account. Oh, and bloody onion ninjas are freaking all over the place again. Your sister sounds like an absolute wonderful person. Whatever happens, I do wish you the very, very best moving forwards. And congrats once again. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. 
But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh yeah, you see we in the spare crime everywhere. You're selling false hope cause you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care. Uh, you just don't. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 